my people, my people. Good morning to all my brothers and sisters of Jehovah Megan all over the world, meaning the Lord my shield. As we continue on our journey with the Lord God Jesus in the Holy Spirit as our guide, we should come to him with gratitude and reverence for him shielding us from those trying to take us out spiritually and physically. In times when it seemed like the end was near to us, he blocked it and gave us another chance to improve and showed us that his favor is with us. We must keep our eyes focused on Jesus because if we do not, we can get caught in the snare of the enemy. What has the Lord God been shielding you from that you know of or that he has revealed to you? You may have been praying for something and the Lord God did not allow it to happen. He was shielding you from something or someone that would have destroyed you as the person he is preparing you to be. Or you just was not ready for that experience in life. Or it just was not for you. It's not his will for our life. See, when you are doing things within his will for our lives, it is not just for our benefit, but it will also benefit and bless those around us as well. Look at it another way. Was it for your glory or for his glory? Remember, the Lord God knows everything that is going to happen in each one of our lives. Jesus knows the ones that love him and want to do his will in their life. Jesus will war against evil for those who love him and bring heaven to earth when you pray and call to talk to him. So do not give up because the Lord God is with you. The word of the Lord God comes from Psalms chapter 7 verses 10 through 17. Let us pray. Lord God, I come to you in the name of Jesus. Lord God, I thank you for another glorious day, Lord God. I thank you for the rain, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, for watering the ground, Lord God. But also, I thank you for the rain within our lives, Lord God, that are watering the things that you placed inside of us, Lord God. That rain, Lord God, even though it's pain, Lord God, is helping to birth and to grow the seeds that you planted within us, Lord God. If we did not have this rain, Lord God, would those seeds grow, Lord God? Will Would we walk into what you have for us, Lord God? I thank you, Lord God, for being our Jehovah Megan, Lord God, for being our shield, Lord God, for shielding us from the things that could destroy us, Lord God, for shielding us from the things that could stunt our growth, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, for continuing to nourish us, Lord God, for continuing to speak within us in us and through us with your Holy Spirit, Lord God. Lord God, I pray that you will continue to shield marriages, Lord God. Continue to shield the, the minds of the believer, Lord God, from the evil one, Lord God, and continue to nourish us in and through your word, Lord God. Lord God, I pray, Lord God, that your spirit will move, Lord God, and go forward, Lord God, through this word, Lord God, that you will use me, Lord God, as a living sacrifice, as a vessel, Lord God, to bring forth your word, Lord God. Lord God, I know that the road will not be easy, Lord God, but it will be beneficial, Lord God, not just for myself, Lord God, but for the body of Christ, Lord God. Lord God, I pray that you continue to build me, Lord God, continue to 
Help those that are listening to this message today, Lord God, to build them up, Lord God, to give them a direction, Lord God, on where you are taking them, Lord God. Help them to trust in your word, Lord God, but to use this word, Lord God, as a point on a map that you are leading them to, Lord God. I pray that your word will not return void, and I know it won't because it's the truth, Lord God. And I thank you for all that you're doing. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen, amen, and amen. To start off this part of this strong, mental, lyrical poem that David is singing to the Lord God, David starts off verse 10 saying, My shield is with God who saves the upright in heart. David knew no matter where he was at in life, if he was fighting Goliath, running from Saul, dancing until his clothes came off, or sending Uriah to the front lines to die because he slept with his wife. As long as he prayed and asked the Lord God to forgive him, he was forgiven and protected. Now, I am not saying go out here and put the Lord God to the test because as Jesus told the devil, again, it is written, you shall not put the Lord your God to the test. Matthew chapter four, verse seven. But the Lord God kept David, even though he was mad at David. The Lord God did not kill David because he repented and poured out his heart to the Lord God. Psalms chapter 62 verse 8 says, Trust in him at all times, O people. Pour out your heart before him. God is a refuge for us. Salah. When David was walking in step with the Lord God, he prayed to the Lord God. When David was out of alignment with the Lord God, he still prayed to the Lord God. See, David embodied Psalm 62 verse 8 because he knew no one else could give him the answers he was seeking nor forgive him for the wrong he had done. We too must make a note and write down Psalm 62 verse 8 because it says trust in him at all times. And it's telling us to trust in the Lord God at all times. It doesn't say trust in our mama, trust in our wife, trust in our, uh, our brothers, trust in our sisters. It says trust in him at all times and pour out your heart before him because the Lord God is our refuge. So the Lord God is going to truly forgive us because does man truly forgive us or do or do most of the time they keep that and use it for another time to bring up to make us feel less of ourselves than we ought to. So the Lord God is not trying to hold anything against you. He wants to lead and guide you. He wants to show you which way to go. So when you have issues, pour out your heart to the Lord God in prayer and he will forgive you. The next part of this verse says, who saves the upright in heart. Even though David made the mistake of letting his flesh get the better of him by sleeping with Bathsheba and going against the Lord God commandment of coveting another man's wife, the Lord God granted him grace and mercy because the Lord God knew where David's heart truly was. 
The devil knew David's weaknesses as he knows your weaknesses and minds as well. But when you slip and recognize the wrong you have done, you immediately consecrate yourself to set yourself apart from the corrupting influence of this world because you know you are here for a special purpose. Anyone who is not a part of the Lord God would just keep it moving like nothing happened. But because of the wrong you have done, and you know that the Lord God is watching, and someone else is watching your walk with Jesus, you repented and turned away from that action or act. For we are not of the world, but we live in it. The word says in Psalms chapter 7 verse 11, God is a righteous judge and a God who feels indignation every day. God is a righteous judge. He does not judge us off of our actions, but off of the condition of our heart. Just recently at work, I say about six to eight months ago, I made a few bonehead mistakes that should have cost me my job. But when I repented and turned from those actions, for I knew I was wrong, and that was nothing like me, the Lord God did not give me what I deserved, loss of employment. See, in my flesh, in the actions, I was done for. But the Lord God knew those actions was not my true character or what flows from my heart. So he gave me favor. Now I got suspended for a few days, but it could have been worse. For Job 8.3 says, Does God pervert justice? Or does the Almighty pervert the right? The word pervert means to bend or to be crooked. In this case with David, even though this is in Job, also Job 8.4 says, If your children have sinned against him, he has delivered them into the hand of their transgression. When David went in Bathsheba and got her pregnant, while she was still married to Uriah. The indignation that God felt by what David did with Bathsheba was a transgression towards his commandment not to cover another man's wife. Also, God was enraged with David's actions of killing Uriah by sending him where the fighting was fierce to cover up what he did. In this, the Lord God granted David favor by not killing him. Instead, Bathsheba had a stillborn and the result of what David had done, a life for a life. What have you done lately that has had the Lord God enraged with you? And he showed you grace and mercy because he did not give you what you deserve but judge you from your heart. Next, David says, If a man does not repent, God will weep his sword. The Lord God is making it clear here through David that if you do not repent, saved or unsaved, he will bring his wrath upon you. The reason it does not matter if you are saved or not is because the Lord God shows no partiality or is no respecter of person. But in every nation, 
anyone who fears him and does what is right is acceptable to him. Acts chapter 10 verses 34 and 35. Look back in the Bible with all the kings who ruled over Israel and when they did wrong in his eyes or rejected him and did not repent. The Lord God killed them. Deuteronomy chapter 32 verse 41 says, If I sharpen my flashing sword and my hand take hold on judgment, I will take vengeance on my adversaries and will repay those who hate me. So to all those who do not want to repent for the wrongdoing you have done, you are saying you hate the Lord God who was loving to you and just wanted you to do right. Next, David sings, he has bent and ready his bow. The Lord God will use your enemies to attack you, as he did so many times when the Israelites started to worship other gods. The Lord God will use anything and anyone to bring what he has planned into fruition. If the Lord God has to use someone that does not approve of you and does not acknowledge him just so you can get back into alignment with him, then that is what he will do. Psalms chapter 11 verse 2 says, For behold, the wicked bend the bow. They have fitted their arrow to the string to shoot in the dark at the upright in heart. It is not until you leave the Lord God willingly and do not repent for the wrong you have done that you now have become an enemy in his eyes and a lot of people under you pay for your actions in the process. Now this could be women too, but men, will you take responsibility for your actions or will you just allow those you lord over to suffer because your pride is in the way? Will you repent because the Lord God wants to be your Jehovah Megan? But if not, then those fiery darts will continue to rain down. Next, David sings, He has prepared for him his deadly weapons, making his arrows fiery shafts. When you do repent, and move away from those sins to never return to them again. Your enemies become his enemies once again. You may say the Lord God is fickle and does not know whose side he is on, but aren't you the one that did wrong? It was you that left him, right? So why should he play your game when you really do not want him? because what is on the other side looks better in your eyes. When you see that the grass is not greener on the other side, nor is well maintained, when you come walking, running, or even crawling back, the Lord God will welcome you with open arms. That is if your time on this earth is not up. Psalms 18:14 says, and he sent out his arrows and scattered them. He flashed forth lightning and routed them. In your repentance, 
the Lord God, as it seems to you, is back on your side. But to be honest, he has always been for you. He just had to allow you to exercise your free will to see that the other side will not protect you and that he will always be your Jehovah Mishai, the Lord, my refuge. In Psalms chapter 18, verse 14, at the end, when the Lord God said, routed them, the Lord God is talking about taking out your enemies. To get a better understanding of this, I would like you to go and read Exodus chapter 14, verses 24 and 25, talking about how he clogged their chariot wheels so that they drove heavily to kill off their enemies. And we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good for those who are called according to his purpose. This is why we must have faith in all things that we are going through because our faith can extinguish the flaming darts of the evil one. Ephesians 6.16 says, In all circumstances, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming darts of the evil one. Next, David sings these words, Behold, the wicked man conceives evil and is pregnant with mischief and gives birth to lies. This type of person has taken a pledge to destroy someone's life through the hardships and difficulties with the evil they display. You have to watch out for these kinds of people because they will look pleasant and peaceful when things are going their way. But watch out when you or someone else does not conform to what they believe should happen or just what they are saying, you will start to see the lies they have given birth to. The Lord God sees this happening as well. He was just waiting for you to stop being naive to what he was allowing to happen. These type of people with this spirit are not just worldly people but save people as well. The reason some save people are like this is because someone told them they are always right and they believe they can do no wrong. Job 15.35 says, They conceive trouble and give birth to evil and their womb prepares deceit. Also, these spirits in these people will manipulate you and others to believe that someone else is wronging them. These people are just flat out disrespectful. Look at Satan. It is the same with him. He looks to be the good guy and or angel. But when he could not get his way, you truly saw who he was. But there is another side to the madness they create. As verse 15 says, he makes a pit digging it out and falls into the hole that he has made. When someone is consistently pounding on you, trying to get you to fall into the traps they are setting, when you are looking to the Lord God and how to handle the situation, they tend to fall in their own traps that they set for you. They are fighting from the flesh mentally. And yes, 
Sometimes you do get caught in the trap for a few moments, but not to the point where you are spiritually dead. When you stop battling them on their terms in war with the Holy Spirit, then that is when you will start to see that he that is in you, Jesus, is greater than he that is in the world, Satan. People that give birth to lies have to remember the lies they have told. And most cannot keep up with those lies. That is when his mischief returns upon his own head and on his own skull his violence descends. When you encounter people with demons in them, they are looking for you to react in a certain way. Do not react. Try to stay calm and quiet like Jesus did many times. And it is not easy. But he already knew what they were trying to force him into. When you are in tune with the Holy Spirit, he will allow you to see what they have coming miles off. You must not react from your flesh. You must go about it in what the Holy Spirit is telling you to do. We must get on our face and take refuge in the Lord God. He is the one who can heal us, the one that will forgive us, restore us, save us, because without Jesus in my life, I do not have a clue where I would be today. This is why I give thanks to the Lord God, because he is my shield. He is due to his righteousness, and I will continue to praise Jesus and only Jesus. No matter how hard it gets, I will keep my focus on Jesus, because then I will be able to walk on water. The Holy Spirit will lead you through this war, but you must get into your quiet place in prayer, fasting, study, and praising. Now this concludes God is my shield, but before I go, if there's anyone that knows that they need a savior, that they need Jesus in their life to help them through the many trials and tribulations that they are going through and just tired of the status quo. If that's you, if that's you I ask you to bow your head and close your eyes and say this prayer with me. Lord God, I know that I need you in my life. I know that you are the one who can save my life. And I believe that you have went to the cross for my sins and that God the Father has raised you from the dead Lord God and that you have rose on the third day and you and I believe you are my Lord and Savior if you have said that prayer on this radio podcast then you are saved right now not tomorrow not three seconds from now not 20 minutes from now but you are saved right now if you have confessed that the Lord God is your savior from your mouth and you believe it in your heart, then the word of God says that you are saved right now at this moment. This is Be More Like Jesus, together empowering all mankind, faith walking, faith talking, team Jesus. I'm out.